five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Nice to be in orbit. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to <laughs> Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Sloft just talk about the things that make them happy, because we can. Ted, what do you think of this uh, this intro? Do you like it? Should I rework it? What do you think? Dude, I'm enjoying it. It's really nice. It's kind of, it feels like an homage to like 1950s radio. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what I'm you're like for. the You're like the voice of a generation almost. And uh, I do, I, I'm still, we're three episodes in now, yeah. like full disclosure, this is Episode like our boys have the Kaisers on the run. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. I love that. It's kind of got some of that energy, and I just love that you're like dialing up the Cluck podcast, and it's it's not it's not me doing the intro. This is really fun to me. I'm I'm still getting a kick out of it. Well, like I said, Ted, it was part of the chum. You show yeah. up and and just talk, right? You know just how to talk. chum the waters. I do. Sure. I, you know, I'll handle I'll handle everything. So, hey, Ted, yeah. before we get into our sponsor, I wanted to tell you real quick. Yeah. A little piece of trivia. Yeah, kind of, kind of weird, but I found yeah. it kind of humorous. In 2016, an, an Ohio judge sentenced a woman to sit in the smelliest area of a garbage dump for eight hours for animal mm. abuse. "Quote: <laughs> If you puke, you puke," he said to her. <laughs> Dude, the state of Ohio just really Dude. operating at a high level in their legal system. This is solid. <laughs> uh, if you puke, you puke. That's kind of like Drago's. If he dies, he dies. You 100%. know. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that judge is a philosopher kind of on the level of Ivan Drago. Like they're 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 playing playing chess. The rest of us are playing checkers, you know. Right. He sees the big picture, Ted. Yeah. It's 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 big picture justice. Yeah. Josh, you know who else is playing chess? Who's playing Visual chess? Visual Theology. Ted? Oh man. Uh our sponsor for the program, a little company called Visual Theology. You can find them at visualtheology.church. They make resources for Christians, they make resources for the local church. Um, and they bring theological concepts to life visually, Joshua. They do it via posters. They do it via online resources. Um, they do it via books. And they do it at a very high level. These guys love the Bible. They love sound biblical teaching. They love really nice, soft, high-quality T-shirts that gentlemen like you and me have become accustomed to. We don't, we don't wear cheap papery t-shirts we we wear the good stuff we pay hipster prices for it and soon you're going to be able to pay hipster prices for a, a cluck t-shirt a cluck cast uh officially licensed t-shirt and uh i'm so excited about that i'm so excited to be in the fashion business i'm so excited to be partnered um you know not like life partner wise but like business partner wise with visual theology they are a stand-up company um, they've been great to work with and be with in a business relationship. So go to visualtheology.church, buy lots of products. Um, Josh, what do you have for me topically today? Well, uh, before we get into that, I want to say, Ergo, mm-hmm. uh, some some uh, feedback I have gotten from listeners is mm-hmm. you you are consistently, mm-hmm. and I believe this is true, the mm-hmm. only the only one in my life that calls me by my full name. Really. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I, to I, keep I, it a little formal with that. Like I know? don't hear I don't hear Joshua a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. you're going you're going Old Testament. And I don't do it every time. I do it once in a while when I'm like trying to really kind of like a dad, like make <laughs> a really serious point with you. I you know, know when Ted's serious because because the full <laughs> name the full name comes out. 
And I'm serious when I'm talking about nice, high quality, soft T-shirts from yes. Visual Theology. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 is it uh, that that begs the question? Is it is it Theodore or is it just Ted? Dude, actually, it's just Ted. It's a literally just it's, Ted. Yeah, okay. a lot of people think okay. it's Theodore. Um, my dad was just Ted. He was named after um, a really great fi- uh, great friend of my of my grandfather. So we're we're right both on. named after that guy who's really high quality dude. So, right on. Well, yeah, little little history. Continuing, uh, continuing history and high quality, high quality dudes. Uh, <laughs> Ted, I want, I want to talk about, and again, we had we had a longer app last week, so this one might yeah. be a little shorter because we both we both have a hard out. But yeah. uh, I want to throw over to you a topic that I think I think has some uh, has some girth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Some nice heft. Yeah. <laughs> some nice heft. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, you know, it, it might start out a little small, but it's definitely going to grow into something. <laughs> it's it's going to grow into something great. <laughs> and that's, that, that's our favorite, our favorite steroidal athletes. Yeah. Okay. I love this, okay. dude. There's no, um, um any, any sport, any sport, <laughs> any sport. sport. Any, <laughs> You're like the guy in uh, Austin Powers Gold Members. Let the yes. let the shoe sting begin. That's right. <laughs> like some cool whip. Uh, yeah. So any any sport genre. So we're yeah. we're talking across the board. Yeah. But when you think of st- when you think of steroidal athletes, I love this. Thing. Who comes to your mind? Because I yeah, I, I have a few. I have a few. Dude. So first of all, I grew up in the kind of the eighties and the nineties, which, which was, was the really, golden age. Oh, it was the golden age of steroid use. Dude, Absolutely. everyone was juicing. Everybody was juicing. It was really kind of like not even transgressive, you know. Yeah. And it, it's actually the only. We're getting a little personal here. It's it's the only like drug that I've ever really been tempted by. You know what I mean? Like sure, I'm, sure. I'm tempted by lots of things, and I'm a, I'm a terrible guy at, as we've discussed ad nauseum. But like the the whole drug thing never really really appealed to me except steroids. And I think it's because of the awesome like steroidal athletes that you and I kind of grew up with in terms of a fandom. So if we're doing the all steroidal athlete draft, I think round one, pick one. If I got the number one overall pick, I'm taking our yeah. guy, Brian Bosworth. Yeah. He of the amazing neck roll. He of the short career with the Seattle Seahawks. Well, well with those, with that steroids, he had two neck rolls, one, one yeah. natural and one, one on his pads. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> his dude. neck roll had neck rolls. <laughs> Dude, I loved the Boz. I've loved every iteration of his career, including like late career kind of broken, redemptive, you know, really broken for his sins, Brian Bosworth. Did you see the 30 for 30 on him? No, I need to watch it. In fact, I was thinking maybe the app yeah. after this, and we'll send this to our listeners too. We'll send our listeners yeah. with a little homework. Let's go. Yeah, let's dude. all go watch the they Brian Bosworth it. 30 for 30, and then we're going to talk about it next time. Yeah, let's do a minute on this, okay? And yeah, yeah. we will. We'll talk about. It. We'll d- devote a whole app to it because I, I really part of my long game, like chess, not checkers, deal with this podcast. I want. I want to get the boss to become a listener, and I actually want to do a project with him. I want to do a book with Brian Bosworth. What if we could get um, the boss on the on the pod? I would freak out, dude. I would literally lose my mind. Dude, I'll look into it. I'll look into. Well, you would I mean, see me oh. starstruck and kind of like smitten in a way in a way that you've never seen me before. So I mean, dude, he's he's doing these crappy Christian movies now. So like, why not a well, crappy dude, Christian podcast? Honestly, though, his thirty for thirty is one of the most amazing Christian movies I've ever seen. It's mm. one of the the. It's Just on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's on my Rushmore of Christian media. And obviously, it came out on 
you know, ESPN's label, so it wasn't intended to be Christian, but it was really Josh, this simple story, and this is the way they set it up, just like storytelling wise. Sure. So you meet Boz in the movie, and this was a couple years ago they shot it, and he's driving around in a pickup truck, just like you and me in high school, and he's got his kid with him, and his kid's like 15, okay? And he drives his kid to this like storage facility, like this garage, like how you can rent those garages. And they start going through it, and it's just full of all his memorabilia from Oklahoma and the Seahawks and like all the football years. And in picking through this memorabilia, they take you on this journey through his athletic life and his personal life. And in going through this, there's no swagger to him at all. Dude, he's tender, he's broken, he's repentant. You know, he tears up several times and he's just telling his kid basically like, don't be like me. Don't be a douche like I was. Don't be sinful in the ways that I was sinful with my ego and with my pride and with my, oh, you know, and, and it was so good and so Christian. I really celebrate it. I, I, I mention it to almost everybody who even remotely gets close to that topically. I bring it up because I, I loved it so much and I loved him as an athlete, and here's a Boz thing that that gets under my skin. Okay, this this rankles me. Like every April, okay. publications will do their list of like the greatest NFL draft busts of all time. So like the worst draft picks, right? And Boz always appears on these lists, dude, which is so unfair because his career really got sh- cut short by injury. Sure, he was sure. awesome. Like if you watch Boz film. And everybody remembers him getting run over by Bo Jackson. I mean, whatever. Oh, yeah. A lot a lot of guys got made to look silly by Bo Jackson, who was right. just a freak. But Boz was good, dude. He was a sideline to sideline thumper. He was a great NFL inside linebacker of that era. He was awesome. And uh I, I will I will fight people on that point. He was not a bust, only because his career got cut short. So number one in my all time steroidal athletes draft is Brian Bosworth. Who do you who do you have? Uh, number round one, one pick two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round one pick two is uh, the great Jose Canseco, mm. Mister Flyball off the noggin. I'm I'm sad <laughs> and ashamed to say that I've I've read his biography juiced. Yeah, I, I read crappy sports bios like I just crush them down like candy. Like yeah. I, I eat those up like dessert. So I read juiced. Uh, it was absolutely everything that I hoped it would be. Um, like, like if a book could be on steroids, that's basically if what it would be. If a book could be a person, it would be <laughs> Jose Canseco. I mean, it was just like, it was, like, it was the literary embodiment of this, like, this guy. Looks great, but completely artificial. Right? Yes. Like, like yeah. really artificial, really kind of like, like disappointing. Uh, There's not a lot going on there, but like, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it. So, so tell me about kid-wise, like your experience with Jose Canseco and why you're drawn to him as your number one steroidal athlete. Yeah, like, dude, it's... He was cool-looking. He was an all-time, like, cool-looking in the uniform guy. Is he looked like a G.I. Joe, is what he looked like, right? So, so, So part of it for me is, like, just is is the visual aspect of him, him being barely able to get both hands... Close yeah. enough together to grip the bat. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> because, because yeah. it's, it's like you know, you know, like the big his bar biceps body and goes. his pecs were so huge. Yeah, like yeah. doing this was a was a bit of a deal for him. It's like, and obviously, yeah. like his, you know, like when bodybuilders get so big, like they can't comb their own hair and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's why you see a lot of bald bodybuilders. 
Yeah. And that's probably why his hair was always so weird. It's because he probably yeah. couldn't comb his hair. But but like so yeah. so there's the visual aspect of that too. And like nobody has filled out a baseball uniform like Jose Canseco. That's a really great point. Man. Like I'm that's staring at a, really, a pic really of him right now, point. and his forearms are just gigantic, dude. Like, like hams. Yeah. Yeah. Massive. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, but then that coupled with him <laughs> be, being an absolute klutz. Yeah. In the yeah, in, in the outfield because he was yeah. he was was he right or center field? I think he was center field. I think I don't he know. was. We're gonna center. get well actually on this. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, but, that, that's fine. That's fine. Just yeah. just make sure to leave it with a five star review. Um, yeah. It like just 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 the antithesis of you look at this dude and he's like, you look at him and you're like, man, this like this is he is on the Greek god pantheon. Yeah. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And he's good looking, massive yeah. arms, shoulders like an ox. Yeah. Right. And then like tripping over his own feet in yeah. the end zone, not really looking like he knows how to run. Like Dude, he his was famous hired, person. He, he was like, hired for his bat. <laughs> his famous person dating resume was pretty, pretty impressive. If, as, if I recall. Oh, correctly. I don't know if like, I know about that. Dude, I think he dated Madonna. Uh, that checks out. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it definitely checks dude, out. Well, here's Ted. Everyone dated Madonna. Don't you wonder what those conversations were like? What are they talking about in the evening? Jose Canseco, Madonna, like, like, like what? It, what? Talking about their days, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Mark McGuire and I aren't really getting along. It's been a little weird in the clubhouse. Like, can we talk yes, about yes. it? I, like, what are they talking about? You like, know, it's crazy. That's right. Like, she's telling yeah. him about her like singing, like upcoming acting career, and he's like, well, yeah. I mean, I hit baseballs, so I don't that's know what the all time conversation great, over. Like, Two narcissists getting together in a relationship moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's a reason um, they're not together. Yeah, that's you know, true. Anymore, you that's know, like, like like one of them won out. Yeah. Uh, I'm honestly not sure which one it was. So, Absolutely. yeah, dude, like, like, and then, I mean, obviously, uh, unless I'm completely attributing this to somebody else, like, Conseco yeah. was the guy that had the fly ball right off his head. No, he did. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're thinking that, of the right That was guy. him. And, yeah. like, that clip lives in infamy of every every baseball blooper ever. Yeah. Jose Canseco is going to be in there because Great it is moment. one of the it's one of the greatest yeah one of the greatest moments ever. So uh, he's he's my first pick. Yeah. Okay. So my second pick, I actually got to interview this guy uh, for a chapter in a book that I wrote a, a super long time ago. Uh, his name's Tony Mandrich, former left tackle for Michigan State. Okay. Um, former SI cover guy. Uh, the cover was the Incredible Bulk, and it was Mandrich. <laughs> of course. Who was like one of the all-time cool-looking white athletes from the like the late '80s, early '90s? There weren't a lot of them. We had yeah. like Larry Bird back then, and, and like Larry Bird was amazing, but he wasn't cool-looking. Uh, but Mandarich, dude, like legitimately cool-looking, was like six six, three twenty, ripped like a bodybuilder. Had one of the all-time great like NFL Combine performances. He ran like in the I don't know four sixes or something for a for an offensive lineman. Just a freak, dude. And I had that cover, I had that SI cover on my wall as a kid. Like, that was aspirational, like, weightlifting stuff for me. Um, Mandarich was, like, a legendary lifter, had this crazy work ethic, came out later that he was on all kinds of steroids. Um, And he, too, similar to the Boz, I don't think he's a Christian, but he's super honest, super broken about that part of his life. He was a great interview. And so he got drafted in the first round by Green Bay, and it was in a legendary draft. It was like the 1989 NFL draft. I think the one with Deion Sanders and and Barry Sanders and all kinds of like, maybe I'm getting the year wrong, but all kinds of amazing prospects. And Green Bay took Mandarich 
and he he quit using steroids like in his rookie year and he became kind of a bust and he had all kinds of other issues too and um but really fascinating guy uh he was a great like you you look at the picture and you try to like replicate it in your uniform kind of thing like you try to right. he was an all-time look cool in the uniform guy for me when he was in college especially um tony mandrish my number two overall pick in the all-time all right. steroid athletes draft uh right. who are you taking here so in i'm the going two to, spot I, yeah yeah i'm going a little i'm going a little left field here a little bit um okay. Marion Jones. Oh, great. Track and field. No, I like yeah. this. This is good. Yeah. So, so like, huge, big-time Olympic yeah. runner, right? Crushed yeah. all the records, gold medalists, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, like like one of my first like like super young like like young young childhood like like celebrity crushes. Dude, that's solid. That's a good one. I thought she was so pretty. Yeah. Right? Interesting. Like like running in the wind, man. Like there's Oh yeah, running in the wind, dude. That's big. Yeah. 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 You had like the the Chariots of Fire like soundtrack yeah. playing in the background, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but I was but I remember like, you know, I mean she just she crushed everything, right? And yeah. like and it's always it's always funny to me how when someone is juicing mm-hmm. and they're actually juicing, like you can tell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You totally can tell. Like, like you can, like, like especially if if you grew up in athletics, like I did, like you did, you can tell what's natural and like what's just like, like that dude is just literally like, yeah, like farm strong. Yeah, yeah. Versus those are way too many veins to be popping out of that arm. Yeah, right. Um, and she was so obviously juicing. Right, right, right. But like nobody said anything. Yeah, and then it comes out afterward that she was, and then I w- yeah. now, w- was she officially stripped of her medals? Because I know, dude, Lance, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know all the scandals surrounding yeah. track and field and and her, but uh, but I think maybe, um, yeah. dude, dude, yeah, real seeing... real talk, man. Okay, and we all can right. we can cut this out if you want. Did you ever juice? I I never juiced. Nope, I never nope. did either. But nope. I took, dude, I took literally every supplement known to man. Yeah, like yeah, I, I was single handedly keeping the GNC and the Muncie, Indiana shopping mall like yep. afloat. I think during my teenage years. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I went, I went kind of the opposite. And again, yeah. like I mean, if we're just being you know transparent, like especially yeah. during wrestling season, like I for a while, like I was legitimately bulimic. Like I was mm. a bulimic man. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it, dude. You know? A lot of those wrestlers, um, like you're, yeah, and you're doing whatever you got to do to make weight, which is crazy. They're oh. like spitting in the water fountains between classes dude, and wearing like, the rubber suits and the whole. Like deal. I had, oh man, I had my weight down to a science where like I knew if I showed up to a wrestling match and I was under. If if I was over by point five or less, yeah. I knew oh I can spit that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but if it was more than that, I got to go work up a sweat. Yeah, I got to yeah. I got to go run right. So yeah, I mean, as much as I loved wrestling and like yeah. I think I think you know wrestling, I think I think guys should wrestle. I think it's a great yeah. sport. Teaches you so much. Yeah. Um, like I was so unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> during those years, just just because I loved pizza, dude. So but see, I also the- had to make weight. <laughs> That's the reason why I never wrestled because as a football player who was trying to get recruited and, you know, trying to go somewhere with it, I was always trying to get bigger. Yeah. Like I was trying to get bigger and stronger and get my body weight up. And so for me, it was all about adding bulk all the time, which I think is why I love these guys like Tony Mandrich and the boss who just like carried it so well, you know? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, and that was weird because wrestling season followed football season, right? Yeah. So here I am, you know, playing both ways, like offensive tackle and then defensive linebacker. Nice. Right. Uh, and, and I'm, you know, I'm a big guy. And yeah. then you get used to like carb, you know, carbo loading and all that stuff. Yeah. And then come November, man, you got to, you got to make weight. So you like, dude, cut. what'd you wrestle? Like, buck 85. Was that your, your uh, weight yeah. So junior, junior year was buck, uh, was, was 189. Oh, and then, 89. And then, that's right. Yep. That's yep. And then, yeah. and then 215 senior year. Wow, dude, you were a unit. Yeah. Uh, that's I, awesome. you know, I, sadly, I got most of my like actual arm strength in college. Yeah. Like I wish, I wish I wasn't as late bloomer as I was, but, yeah, but yeah, 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 you know, no, it was, it was definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. You can't help that, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. My number three pick. Okay. I'm going into the world of boxing and the world of movies. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, did you have Drago? Going. We, we no, can both. No, 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 no. Okay, I, I, I was going to do Rocky. Oh, dude, not enough people talk about Rocky steroid use. Oh, it's, it's a real thing, dude. Massive, huge. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I'm taking Drago. Okay, uh, okay. We don't have to do a lot of minutes on this. It's it's well documented. Drago steroid use in that. It's a couple of scenes in the movie. You actually yes. see the needle going into like the the <laughs> bicep, which nobody ever like actually injects steroids there. But uh, sol- solid <laughs> yeah, move by Drago. Right. Um, going right into the bicep. He's got that like Bally's Total Fitness that he works out in in, in yep. the mid eighties, like the, Solid. the treadmill that like rises. Yeah, like, the treadmill yeah, that, that like, rises. There's lots of like blinking lights and like feedback, and yeah, yep. he's got that track that he runs on where he just hits the speed bag like once on the as he's going around the track. Right, um, right, yeah, yeah. I love everything about Drago and his steroid use. Like, I don't know if if Drago or Tony Mandrich or the Boz made me want to do steroids more. Like, I don't know who moved the needle, pun intended, yeah. more in, in my, like, mind space back then. But it, it, it might have been Ivan Drago. Also, yeah. like, his look, dude, he looked so cool and, like, squared off and ripped. Like, if the 1985 me yeah. wanted so badly to look like Ivan Drago. It was almost, like... Sad. Well, dude, like Dolph Lundgren, especially in the like the uh, uh, the Expendables movies, yeah. which I unashamedly love. Mm. I just I love them so much. They're fun. Yeah, like, he's still, dude. He's square jawed. Yeah, he like, looks I good. Mean, I mean, I mean, he's obviously not juicing, right? But but he but yeah. he like but he was he's always been like a big guy. Yeah, you know, and like dude, Dolph all, Lundgren, all time yeah. jawline right there. I mean, oh. as far as like on the Mount Rushmore of jawlines that you would want to have, like that that one's right up there. Yeah, there's not yeah. enough granite to make no. his jawline. No, yeah. absolutely not. So you you were going, I'm uh, going Sylvester, man. You're going Rocky Balboa himself I'm, for yeah. your third pick. I lo- I love this because like people just don't talk about it enough. Like Drago's getting busted for steroids all over the place in Rocky Four, and look at Ro- look at Rocky's body type from Rocky Four to like Rocky Two. Rocky yeah. too, he's still kind of smooth. He's a little bit flabby almost. He yep. looks like a real guy. Right. And then right. like Rocky and then Four, Hollywood it's ridiculous. Mo- Hollywood, yeah. mo- Hollywood money comes in. Yeah, dude, uh, it's ridiculous. Dude, by the time Sylvester gets to Rocky Four and he's fighting Drago. Yeah. Like n- there isn't anything of the old Rocky left. No, I <laughs> like, know it's it's all artificial at that point. Like, like, dude, so 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 as we see as we see Ivan, you know, uh, training in a lab, getting shot yeah. up. We see Rocky punching slabs of beef, yeah, doing sit ups off of a hayloft, just going right? for it, right? Yeah, and just going yeah. for it, right? But then they get into the ring, 
Yeah. And and it's very very obvious that it's not all that he was all he was doing. <laughs> no, no. He wasn't just lifting like hay bales in that in that little uh you know, Shashli cut in in Siberia. He was he yeah. was doing some other things there too. Yeah, not just playing chess at night with that guy. You know, yeah, yeah, um, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's so, a little and, more going on. And then, like, you really see it. And I'm trying to remember which which is I haven't seen the Rockies in a while. Which is yeah. the one where he does the the promo pro wrestling with Hulk Hogan? Uh, that's that Rocky four? three. Yeah, that's that's Rocky three. Okay. Yeah. So so you see it even a little bit in Rocky. Yeah, three. Rocky three, dude, started the transformation steroidally. Yes, absolutely. Right. And and you see the contrast between him and Hulk when they're yeah. in the room. Yeah. I mean, obviously Hulk is just just, just a gigantic massive. human. He's he was six massive. nine. Yeah, just a huge guy. But but even then, like like just just how the muscle tones were different. Like, dude, yeah. I gotta go with Rocky, dude. Like he he put work in, and yeah, he uh, did. and there was. There was veins everywhere. Yeah, he put His a lot veins of hard work veins. in. Dude, so this has been 25 minutes of us talking about men's bodies. <laughs> men's bodies. <laughs> Welcome to Cluck, where we yeah. talk about whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> because which, we can. Which today just happens to be the bodies of other men. Hey, you know, you know what? Radio. We're celebrating them, Ted. That's okay? right. Well, I, that's I right. celebrate that, which I will never have. Yeah, so. that's true. That's yeah. true. Well, uh, Ted, any, any last words on men, honorable mentions? Men's, men's bodies or uh, dude, the the, the one that comes to mind is uh, Ben Johnson, the sprinter from the late eighties, eighty eight Olympics yeah, yeah. in Seoul, got busted. Um, that was a, that was a good one. I yep. know there are some that I'm leaving out, man. There, I mean, I mean, obviously Barry Bonds, dude. Okay, so this guy, this guy that I'm about to mention, we're gonna end the program with this because I do have to go, but I want to okay. do. I want to actually do a whole episode on this guy. I'm going to assign okay. some research to you. Um, okay. If you're not familiar, which you might be a little young for this guy. Um, I don't think he was a steroid user, but Steve Entman, he was a defensive tackle for the University of Washington. This is one of the great Pacific Northwest football players of all time. Steve Entman, it's E-M-T-M-A-N. And he, he got drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. And was phenomenal. Same deal as the Boz, though. It was injuries that got him. Unbelievable athlete. Unbelievable physique. Just a monster dude. And he was an all-time, like, look great in the neck roll guy. He was an yeah. all-time, like, athletes that I want to look like in my uniform guy. Steve Entman. We got to do, do, like, an extended segment on him. All right. Um, and as a Pacific Northwest guy, I want you to, like, research him with, like, those glasses on. And then we'll, we'll talk about it. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Well, listeners, uh, yes, this has been 24 minutes of two very straight men. Let's Extremely straight. Exceedingly Extremely, straight. It's like yeah. as straight as you can be, uh, <laughs> fawning over other men's uh, massive, massive arms and, and, and <laughs> biceps forearms. Uh, but this is Cluck. We thank you all for listening. You know what you can do. You can head on over to all the socials, at Cluckcast, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're there. Give us some five-star reviews. If you, too, like steroidal male male fig, figure dude figure. one of yours was a woman though to be fair that's true i mean on the I level did bring of us jones being straight in. men right you did dude you did a nice job with that too by the way thank you really you know i mean tried to try to be all inclusive here right, right. we all don't think dis- all we, people like we paul. don't discriminate yeah. <laughs> just like paul paul would have brought marion jones in dude paul would have totally had this conversation with us i think I think um, he totally would have, you know? That's then, like a new, new perspective on Paul, then, which is yeah. like... And then he would have written an entire epistle just addressed to us. I love it. I love <laughs> well, it. Well, we thank you all for listening. This has been Cluck. We will catch you on the next episode later. Later.